there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. We begin our number two of Follow the Money. Dave Ross, Sean King in for Mitch and Paul. The boys will be back on Monday. We know that Mitch lost his luggage. Well, he didn't lose his luggage. He forgot his luggage, left it. Conveniently forgot. At home. On his way to Texas, and now you just think it's a great way to upgrade your wardrobe. I do the same thing, Mitch. I see you. Nice trick. I think that's a ploy. We were talking about some of the most expensive golf courses to play, and we've had some people chime in. Thanks for hitting us up on Twitter this morning. And uh, Bill Hooker at BH Buying said that one year, his friend's employees gave him a trip for two to Pebble Beach. Mm -hmm. Friend left his wife at home and took Bill. And Bill said all he had to do was buy meals and drinks. First of all, a great friend. Uh-huh. How did how does that conversation go with wifey though? Like, honey. But if she doesn't golf, like. So you think that that's not an issue? No. If she doesn't She's golf, like, he's like, I'm taking my boy Bill. You're staying at home. Yeah, well, I mean, Pebble Beach is to golf though, right? So if she doesn't golf, like. Oh, uh, you're not going for the ambiance. Well, I mean, again, you have to be into. Look, I'm not married. No, I, no, but I'm saying you have to be into golf to feel like Pebble is ambiance and nostalgic. Because first of all, it's kind of chilly most of the time because it's right there on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. See, I used to get. And it's an older venue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's scenic. It's right there in it is. Pacific Ocean. Right. It's, like, so, like, Bill's winning. But there are other places in Monterey, California, like, if you want to take the wife that. Oh, you know, probably more conducive to. Does she use it? Do you think as a trump card later? Like, oh, remember that time at Pebble when I didn't go? And you took your buddy. Well, again, if she's in the golf and knows what Pebble is, then she's probably going. Because if all she's I... not in the golf, then Pebble Beach is just like Target, Walmart. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope everything worked out, but I think Bill won that equation because like if you're the friend, this is like my name's Paul. That's between y'all, right? right. Like I'm just. I'm along for the ride. You invited me. So I'm just coming. I'll buy the drinks and the food. Yeah. You got the greens fees. Shout out to my guy, Chris Sullivan. That's who, who took me. Really? Yeah. That's a good, nice friend, Chris. Monterey, man. It's a nice neighborhood. It has some beautiful homes over there. Looks nice. Uh, let's get back to Major League Baseball here because, again, uh, the second part of the season does begin in earnest today. We talked about the Mets and Dodgers a little bit. Uh, that is Urias against Verlander. Uh, Verlander, again, a dog, plus dollar five at home. But on the first five number, Mets are minus 120. What does that tell you? Mets have struggled a little bit. They struggle out of the gate. Terrible first run, uh, first inning team this year. 
it's going to be incumbent upon Verlander to shut the door early because the middle part of the bullpen, this gets back to the Edmund Diaz, where they've really struggled to fill the gap to get to David Robertson uh, in the ninth. And Robertson's been pretty good. ottavino has been okay as the eight, but those guys are supposed to be seven and eight guys leading up to Sugar Diaz. The Dodgers, you know, again, I just don't think they have enough pitching Long haul. We'll find out about Shohei Otani. If you didn't hear the big news, Buster Olney of ESPN, he was out there saying it looks like the Yankees would be the team to go get Shohei. I don't think the Dodgers would be, if there is a sweepstakes to be had, and these conversations are happening, Dodgers are at least involved in the conversations because Shohei would feel like the perfect person, not that they need help with a lineup, but certainly they need help with pitching. Isn't that crazy to say that the Dodgers, if they did get a Shohei Otani, where he could actually be the do the most help, would be from the pitching side of things. Yeah, the interesting way from a gambling standpoint, too, is can I project the odd shift that oh. Otani to the Dodgers or Yankees would create? And do I have a strong opinion about where he's actually going to end up? And can I jump on that number now because it's a, going to be a better number than it would be after acquiring Otani. And that's the thing. And the question will be, will he really be dealt? Because, again, the Dodgers, we've heard two ways of this. They've got some prize players in their system, mm-hmm. right? Why give up said prize players if— This is going to be a free agent end of the year, right? Right. And yeah. the Dodgers feel like a, a leader in the clubhouse to get them. The Giants have been room. We just talked about the Giants in the last segment, too, that they've got money— and Otani, for whatever reason, feels like this is a West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe he wants to stay in the West Coast, which would obviously met Yankee fans, and, Red Sox fans. And listen, it's called tampering, but I know all the agents have burner phones anyway. So mm. to me, this is where the agent comes into play. Because if there's a destination that Otani really wants to end up at, then the agent will make that known. Hey, don't give up everything in the farm system. He wants to be in this uniform. Let's start working on the numbers. You get him in free agency. You don't have to gut your your free agent, your uh your minor league. And we've seen that happen. Yeah, where, where guys end up kind of where we thought and they would. And it benefits would. Otani because there might be an Ellie De La Cruz or a My Corbin goodness. or somebody that can come up and help the big league club. And ultimately, Otani, you know, do what I'm sure is his main priority now after all the individual success, which would be to try and win a World Series. And if the Dodgers do struggle coming out of the gate here in New York, if they do, again, we if it's not Otani. They're gonna get. They're gonna move assets to get pitching. Any chance you think of the Cardinals sell Jordan Montgomery's? Oh my god! In that sale. Well, see, that's the thing. Is it a complete reboot right. if you're St. Louis? Because there are teams out there. Because he'd be highly sought after. Big time. I mean, Yankee fans are like, "Hey, remember we had him? Let him. We let him go." Yeah. So th- there's going to be all kinds of moves, but the Dodgers would be one of those teams certainly that would be in the mix. The Brewers are starting a series in Great American Small Park, as Danny Graves said yesterday. Uh, on our program against the Reds and the Reds right now, Brewers. I don't know if it's two tiered team in that division. Can the Cubs come back? We'll find out if there's still players, Pittsburgh. I I don't think we take them seriously anymore. It does feel like Milwaukee and Cincinnati, boy, both these teams got hot towards the end before we got the all-star break. And now they're going to go mono mono here, which does feel like at least in this division is a bit of a heavyweight matchup. So, Again, I, I, I refrain. It's just yeah. a rule I have. I refrain from betting baseball series before the All-Star break, series after. Just I found that it's better for me. But Coleman Burns is the Brewers' ace. Graham Ashcraft just coming back off a IL stint. Mm-hmm. And yet the Brewers are only minus $1.20 favorites. Like, this line is begging you to bet Milwaukee. Like, this is definitely play the Reds or pass situation. Like, no way I'm playing the Brewers. Yeah, because the clear pitching advantage here is Milwaukee. Absolutely. Now, look at the first five number, though. You got to lay a dollar thirty if you want to back Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, these you're not getting over on the books here. They've, they've adjusted accordingly. Yeah, this uh, is a Reds or nothing play. Yeah. And, again, I, I do look at it and I go, bigger picture here. You know, we talked again about it yesterday in the program with Danny Graves, you know, do the Reds buy? Because the Brewers feel like they need offense. They The bats are coming around. Yelich is always the guy you look at. When he hits, it's almost like a big bonus these days. Uh, but it does feel like the Reds need pitching. 
and the Brewers need a bat. And if these two teams feel like these are not traditionally teams that buy, mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing. But again, the time is now, at least to win this division. I don't know whoever wins this division how big a player they're going to be in the, in the playoffs. That would be the other thing. Well, I'll tell you this: having some playoff games in Cincinnati would be good for baseball. Ooh. I mean, that place has been electric. That would be a lot of fun. Since Ellie De La Cruz was called called up, I mean. It's almost like, in some ways, you get the energy you get at a football game. Like, there's a buzz. Like, people are locked in, tuned in. Reds are playing, like, fun baseball. They're mm-hmm. stealing bases. You know, they're hitting the ball out the park. I mean, they're a fun team to watch. They really are. I think you're right. If they do end up winning the division and get some home games, it'd be uh, <laughs> certainly must-see baseball in October. We know the Braves are going to be around in October. They begin the second half of the season with Charlie Morton on the bump against Michael Kopech and the Southsiders coming to town from Chicago. White Sox have been, and again, on my timeline, I saw it all day yesterday. Uh, what, what's happened to this team? 15 years, you know, who ruined it? Was it Tony LaRusa? What's going on now? White Sox just feel like a mess, and they're plus 210. And, and normally I look at Kopech against Morton, and I go, I would favor Kopech in the yeah. matchup. But the problem is it's a murderer's row. It's a 20, what, 27 Yankees that we have out there, 29 Yankees we're rolling out with that lineup. Every day for the ATL. Yeah, here here's the problem with a team like the Braves, especially at this time of year. You know, they're playing so well, they're gonna be two dollar or greater favorite Ugh. every time they, they they get on the diamond. So you're gonna have to get creative in how to approach them. So um play them on the run lines if you want, minus uh run and a half is minus dollar thirty five. Yeah, you're gonna have to try and just, you know, yeah. save a few cents every, you know, chance you get. You can play over team total, like you might have to get into like some player props, like strikeouts. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on who the pitcher is, you're not going to be able to lay two dollars and fifty cent and make a profit because they're going to lose their share of games. As good as they were in the first half, they still lost twenty nine games. So I mean, it's just kind of <clears throat> it's one of those situations you're going to see them all the time. I know you're going to add them in those big favorite parlays. Don't you know just. Watch them be great and find different ways to get involved and maybe make some money. You know, maybe take the first five minus a half, and instead of paying two fifty, you might only have to lay like a dollar eighty or something. Sure, like, you have to get creative in how you play the Braves in the second half. I think it's a very astute observation because if you play this long enough with these big numbers, two fifty today on, on, on the money line for the Braves, the ROI probably isn't going to be there long term. So I think that's really salient advice. Very quickly, Guardians and Rangers begin a, a three game set. Very interesting where these two teams are. Again, as we get closer and closer to the August 1 uh, trade deadline, Savali is going to go against John Gray. Other uh, Rangers, Rangers, small favorites, $1. forty-five. Guardians plus $1.25. Again, don't know that it's just a two-team race. Feels like it with Guardians and Twins. And I wonder if the Rangers feel like they have enough. Because mm-hmm. without, look, if they still had Jacob Grom, I don't think we'd have this conversation. But I wonder if they look at it and go, maybe we're just one more arm away from yeah. really being the mix Rangers here. Rangers have been playing some good baseball, probably – Slight regression, you know, in a negative sense in the second half. But I like both of these pitchers, so I, I would lean towards playing the under in mm. this game. Um, and right now, that's looking at eight and a half. Uh, that under is just a minus star 15 at eight and a half. Uh, by the way, objects in the rearview mirror might be closer than they appear if you're the Rangers. <laughs> Strohs feel like they're coming. All right, when we come back, let's go back across the big pond again and get ready for the men's Wimbledon semifinal. And also we'll update the Scottish Open. Some Americans making some moves. That's next here on Follow the Money. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. is Follow the Money on VSEN. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? You drive too fast, you can hear the sound of your vehicle crashing because one way or another, speeding will sadly catch up to you. This is paid for by NHTSA, NHTSA. Again, everybody, just slow it down a little bit out there. You don't have to be uh, speed demons out there on the roadways, so be safe and you won't hear the sounds of crashing. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, right now, we're looking up at the Scottish Open going on over the big pond. Again, this is the last tournament here on the PGA Tour before we get to the last chance of glory here, the Open Championship, now the fourth in the rotation of the big four. And it's raining, but they're playing through it. Rory's getting ready to go out there. And Rory basically still is the betting favorite, even though he hasn't started his day in earnest at plus 350. If you want to bet uh, Rory in the, in the placement markets here, you got to lay it 330 to be a top tenner and minus $1.50 to be a top fiver. Tyrrell Hatton's been the guy, the Englishman, who's kind of rocketed up the uh, leaderboard today. And right now, Tyrrell Hatton, as he is in the clubhouse, shot eight under par. He'd only had a pedestrian day of one under yesterday. So he's at nine under now as his day is done. And he's now plus 450. It is interesting because it, the Scottish Open, we understand it. Scotty Scheffler, by the way, he's never that far down in the in the uh, betting market. He is done for the day as well. Five under today, so he's seven under for the tournament, and he's three back of a new leader, uh, which is Tom Kim. Tom Kim is not done for the day, but he's six under through sixteen, and Tom Kim is five to one right now in the live betting market after putting together one heck of a round. Let's see if he can close it and get in the house. So let me let me present you with this. Sure. Is there value? Hun An mm -hmm. is plus 750 to win outright. He's in second at nine under, has not teed off today, but there looks like there, it's some scores. There was a 60 oh, D. Yeah. Riley shot 60 today. We see some 64s by Shane Lowry. Like, there's some guys that went low. Here's the problem and, for And Hun An is sitting at nine under. So if he goes out and shoots. 68. Sure. You know, he's still creating more separation. The problem for a guy like Ben on is going to be, can you, it's not the the one and I'm, I don't want to call it an outlier round, right? Mm -hmm. Can you back it up? Right. Because that's, that's the hardest part of the PGA tour for, I want to say non pedigreed players. Okay. Like you, you know, a guy like I run out in the first round, shoot a career round. Right. You, you go out, you shoot nine under. I feel like Ben Hunt on has been kind of, he's not been real one, but he's been like a no. top 20 ish. Right. Good player. Right. Good player. Guy. Right. He's names up there in the leaderboard. You've seen it around. I, I can't expect anything super low from Ben today. Okay. Look, if, if he gets out of there today, like you said, 68, 69, I think it's a solid day. He's going to be, if not in the lead uh, around the lead, uh, make be it 12, the 13 under. Right. And that's all you can really ask. I, we can't look for but another. But then the plus 750 won't exist if he does do that. So I'm just looking at it from a 
Here's the thing. I think it would exist because okay. I, I think the betting markets, let's just say hypothetically, and we'll find out what Rory, what type of day he puts together too. If there's class players like Scheffler, Tyrrell Hattons, if Ricky Fowler can make a late push here at the end of the day. Yeah, Fowler's done now. He okay, he's in. Six. Yep. Okay. So if, if you got to think he's going to be clear of Ricky for four or five shots. But if he's around Rory McIlroy, Rory McIlroy is going to go to plus $1.50 if Rory's sleeping on the lead for 36 holes, right? And Ben on, I think he could still get that similar value. Now, where it really would be gone if he backs up another big day mm-hmm. after the 900, he puts together 700 today, right. and he's sitting at 16, then the number's going to go away. But I will tell you this. I'm not going to be in the business of taking short numbers on players that are not – of that pedigree. Okay. And we're talking about this again. It's a non-major, but it's that tune-up for the major. And the names that are up there at the leaderboard are guys that we traditionally see. Tyrrell Hatton's going to be a chic pick next week mm-hmm. to win his first major. Like he is. And so. You know who I'm riding with, right? You're going Cam Smith. Absolutely. Now, is it. I Look, I talk about it a lot with Matt Brown and, and certainly with Wes Reynolds back in our, our golf conversation days. I'm not going to discount the live golf guys when they show up because the problem is how do you really handicap the way that they're they're playing in shorts? They're having fun. They got music out there. You, you know, Brooks Kepka. Are these guys really grinding on live golf? Cause they grind on the PGA tour. My dog, Cam Smith, mm-hmm. this event that's about to be played, it got him to live back. So Ooh. I know it always is going to have like a special place and in his it, heart. So, and who did he run down last year to win that? Uh, Rory. There you go. Yeah. So, so, so Rory, Rory gets run down by everybody on Sunday, so that's not really an accomplishment. But I'm rolling with Cam Smith. And Cam Smith, I trust. And that's the interesting thing when you look to the odds board next week, if we want to just take one sneak uh, peek ahead. And where they're going to play this golf course next week is where Rory won his last major mm-hmm. back in 2014. Ironically, because I don't have much of a life, I watched the final round of that couple weeks ago okay you know who finished second that year ricky fowler like it's weird that it's almost a decade later it's nine years later and two of the names we're going to talk about right are going to be ricky fowler and rory mcelroy again i do think you have to look at a brooks kepka next week mm-hmm. cam smith bryson dechambeau and i'm talking about the live golfers bryson dechambeau who's now showed up at two majors right and played pretty well you can fade these guys at your own peril because we don't, the politics of it, we don't like it. We don't want them. No, and I have anything to do with cash on a ticket. N- absolutely not. Nothing. Exactly right. And so, like, do that at your own risk if you just don't want to play them because you don't like where they play. I, I understand the heart attachment to it. But the reality is, Cam Smith is still one of the five, ten best players. I'm in all the world. in. I'm going to have Cam to win outright. Cam top 10, Cam top 20. I'll have Cam in individual matchups. So if Cam has a bad week, I have a bad week. Do you do you put into stock some of the other guys though, like the Kepkas after what he's done? Look, the guy could have won easily at, at Augusta. He got walked down by John Rahm. We saw that, right? Then right. he does win at the PGA. He did not have a good week in LA. Didn't like the golf course. Bitched about it a little bit. People got him on him for that. Brooks is one of those mo- most interesting people to me to watch mm-hmm. because he says what he thinks, and people don't like it. Right? They don't like that when he comes. Oh, you know, I really don't like this golf course. It was like him and Deschambeau had like an issue or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you know that back in their PGA tour right, days, right? Right. And, and now here they are in the same evil tour together at Live Golf. And I just look at it and I go, and this is kind of the point I've been trying to make uh, uh, for the last year. To me, golf is golf. And so I know the other idea of iron sharpening iron, right? And like where you where you train. So the PGA Tour feels like they're that iron sharpening iron because you're playing against the best. Are you? Are you still playing? Because the depth of field in the PGA Tour is better mm-hmm. than the depth of field in the Live Golf. But the elites in Live Golf are just as good as the elites on the PGA Tour, in my humble opinion. Well, I'm back in a Live Golfer next weekend. So I'm going with Cam Smith. Yeah, and again, I don't think that that's necessarily uh, the wrong play. If you remember last year, Rory basically parred out, if you will, mm-hmm. and Cam Smith went Cam low. Shots. He's going he's going to try to come get you. So I don't know that like it does it matter to Rory again betting favorite plus 320 to win the Genesis uh Scottish Open this week. Would that really yeah, it would mean a lot to a guy from Northern Ireland I think to win, but ultimately He's not going to be – Tiger Woods is a guy that famously said, judge me by how many majors I win. Hmm. 
No disrespect to the Genesis Scottish Open, but it ain't a major. You're right. So Rory, even if he does win this week, like Ricky winning at the Rocket Mortgage, that's nice. But it ain't a major, dude. And until you win and go win again for a guy that's already got four in Roars, people are going to go, when are you getting the next one? Well, Rory's got no excuses. As he's tied for seventh, he shot a six under 64 yesterday. Uh, he has not teed off as of yet today. Based on what the leaderboard looks like, I'm going to presume oh. that him and Ben Hanan are in the same grouping. If um, Well, I'll tell you this. Rory's numbers just shifted to plus 280. So it's already going down. This is what I mean. Has it, he teed it, off? Did something happen? This is just what happens in the it's very Oh yeah, quirky. he's playing. Yeah, he's out there now. Yeah, he's he's got his putter in his hand too. Yeah. So he must have made a putt. And he's got that Rory walk going again. Well, right? he always does it on Friday. Well, well, well he's kind of Rory's issue up. is not Thursday to Saturday. Oh, he must have chipped in or something. Oh, he's got oh, to tap in. Oh, he's got to tap in. Okay. okay. So Rory looks like he's going to get off in the good foot here. So that's right. why you see the adjusted number here already to plus 280. And look at the top 10 market now. Now you got to lay $4. Top 20, you got to lay 14. I, I'm not getting involved. I'm trying to see who's in this group. I see Rory. I think it, Justin Thomas yeah, may be in this group. And that would be another guy that you look at from the American side because you look at some of the Americans that are moving up the leaderboard here. Obviously, Ricky Fowler, Max Homa, Wyndham Clark, who is now a major champion in his own right. Sam Burns, really class player. Kind of feel like he's getting back into it. Justin Thomas, where have you gone? That's your guy. I, I love JT, and, and I look at him and I go – I, I never thought I would see Justin Thomas. I thought I could see a Jordan Spieth kind of mm-hmm. go wayward because he's not the sometimes the most trustworthy off the tee. But never saw it coming with a guy like JT. He's going to be a long shot next week. I'm not going to play him, but I do want to see his form. Mm-hmm. This is a big weekend for guys like that. I know Rory's going to be there. Can he close? That's going to be the question. Scotty Sheffer's going to be there. I know Scotty Sheffer can close. I'm damn sure about that. I gotta give him some AirPods. Easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> we'll keep you updated there, and also as they get closer and closer to the Wimbledon men's semifinals. But when we come back, let's talk some more Major League Baseball as we get ready for the start of the second half of the season. That's next here on Follow Money. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Download the DraftKings app today and new customers can bet $5 and get $150 in bonus money instantly by using the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up today. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for the full terms and conditions. Dave Ross, Sean King here. We're watching the Scottish Open going on. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on before we get to Major League Baseball here stateside in the afternoon. And right now at the All England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, mm-hmm. as it's called, They've got the cool, I don't know if it's a drone in there, where you see Yannick Sinner and Novak Djokovic walking. They don't walk side by side. Right. Sinner's walking in front. It's like you want to go, dude, he's right behind you. Novak. And then you come out in the crowd. That's actually pretty dope. I don't think I've seen that before. Because like, it's, it's got to be slight, like, are you in, like, your opponent's right behind you. Right. I got to look at you for the next three hours. We go mano y mano. And you walk through, and there's guards everywhere, right? And you're, you're walking through this, like, pyramid yeah, to get out to center court. That's pretty awesome. So they're getting ready to go. We'll keep you updated there. They have not begun there. But again, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Djokovic big favorite, minus 450 against center. We understand that. He is 2-0 and lifetime mm-hmm. in their head-to-head. So not a lot of sample size, but... They did have a five-setter in the quarterfinals last year. Center won the first two sets. Novak, of course, came back and won the last three. Are you willing to pull the trigger? Are you going to pull the trigger? I can't. I'm trying to talk myself into I, it. I hear you. With the Italian. I do think he's live. I, I would play the over 36 and a half games. That's the only lean that I have there, which basically equates to. He's got to win at least a set. Got to win a set. That to happen. And I, I do think he would probably be the most live in this first set coming up. Unless they go all seven, six. Right. right. So now, if I do my quick math there. 39. So you could get it if you get three tiebreaks. Right. You're better at math than I did. It was very well, What quick. you like is for him to win the first set. Yes, because then you feel really right. good. And then to, like, whole serve and lose the second one, you know, like. And then the reason why I'd be a little anx- a little cautious about the game spread, even though I lean towards the center side at plus five and a half, that's plus a dollar twenty. that if it goes south, 
once Djokovic gets it rolling, mm-hmm. he could steamroll a couple sets. And then all of a sudden you get a couple six ones, you throw in a six two, and your plus five and a half could get very, very dicey. Conversely, the other semifinal again, uh, Alcaraz against Medvedev. We talked a lot about Medvedev uh, get through Chris Eubanks to get here. Mm-hmm. He does feel like the, I don't want to say the least talked about of the four, but because I think the world, the, the tennis world at least, is anticipating Alcaraz against Djokovic, you know, Medvedev playing some of his best tennis right now, yeah. he's got to feel like I got nothing to lose. He Nobody's just grinded it out versus Eubanks. Just kept finding a way to get the ball back on the other side of the net in play. And, you know, eventually unforced errors kind of doomed Eubanks. So it'll be important, I think, for Alcaraz to, to win some easy points on his serve. Mm-hmm. To When he gets to Medvedev's second serve, really take advantage of it. So, but uh, this should be competitive. Medvedev's a tough, a tough customer. And again, 39 and a half there. You don't have the luxury of three tie breaks there. Medvedev would have to win a set right. in order for that over ticket to cash at 39 and a half. That's the way I would lean. No action on it yet. Uh, but certainly, I do think that these dogs in the men's semis, I'd be surprised they get bageled. They go out there and get wiped out three love each. I think they should be able to go four, maybe five. But in the end, I still am anticipating, like everybody else, yep. an amazing Sunday morning uh, breakfast at Wimbledon between Alcaraz and Novak. I just feel like that crash collision collision course we're right. on. It's and, and be for hard a to game of tennis, that's probably the best result. Yeah, that, that's what I think that they would like, certainly, out there if they gave them truth serum. Uh, let's get back into the, the docket here for Major League Baseball because, again, that will come up uh, later on this afternoon in the evening, uh, certainly out here in the West Coast. And I want to talk about a couple games that we haven't talked about and really kind of bigger pictures in the second half. Red Sox fans, I don't know where, they, they have to be pleasantly surprised. Cub fans, and by the way, it's Boston and Chicago here. To begin this, this will start on the north side of Chicago. The professor, Kyle Hendricks, is going to be on the bump against Bellow uh, for the Sox right now. Basically, Boston, minus twenty, Cubs even money, that total sitting at nine. These are two teams that are, for, for one team in the Cubs that maybe underachieved, certainly from their belief in the first half, and the Red Sox that overachieved in theirs. I wonder where their mentalities are at going into the second half. Because I think the Cubs fans believe they're not far away. But they've got a guy that's not pitching today, Marcus Stroman, mm-hmm. who has been banned. Right, great year. And the, he has been banned about in the trade market. Hendricks has been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, injured, but missed some time. But when he's been available, he's been good. These are two guys that could be on the market if the Cubs are sellers. But conversely, Sean, if they get off to a good start against the Sox and you hold those guys and add, they could be the third team in the Brewer and Reds party Mm -hmm. and see if they can make a run there. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, As far as today's game, I always have a rule when it comes to certain parts, uh, Wrigley being one of them. What's the wind doing? What is the wind doing? How's the weather? So. You know, just maybe a, a side note for any of you that want to bet baseball. Uh, anything that's played uh, at the Cubs Stadium, uh, mm-hmm. the Red Stadium, the mm-hmm. Giants Stadium, like there's some different stadiums where the wind has a huge impact, you know, on how the game is going to be played. I'm, I'm with you on that. So you got to check it. Nine tells me I, I'm very curious to see where that, that wind is going because normally uh, Hendricks is, you know, he's not the same guy he once was, obviously, back in the World Series days. But that'll be interesting to see because, again, it's sitting right there, flat number, minus dollar 10 of that total of nine. For the Sox, and we've talked a lot about the ALEs being arguably, well, it's the best division in baseball, certainly by record. Mm-hmm. You know, By eye test. By eye by test. every metric possible. Five games over. Give us our love. All right, we'll yeah. give the East their love. Huh? They've been rumored, I think it's a long shot at best, in the show Otani sweepstakes, of being a team that could get them as a rental. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the Dodgers and Yankees look at Shohei as a permanent piece. Okay, Maybe some rentals could be the Giants. And I did hear the Red Sox, and that was intriguing to me. Because where are they? I, if you're Shohei, why would you ever want to pitch in that stadium? Yeah, in Fenway? Yeah. It's a good question. I don't know that I would. But... If you're the Sox, does that make sense to give up assets? Well, if you go to where they are from a playoff standpoint, they are two games out of the playoffs. Nobody saw that. If they feel like Shohei makes them a World Series candidate, then yeah, but I mean, they got huge issues on the mound. 
So he doesn't fill all of those. No. And I, I can't think they're just to show Otani away. Right. Not being, at all. Right. So it, it, again, this is, this is the big shoe to drop in the second half. And we're trying to find uh, potential homes. I got to think the Sox, they just hold. They, they, they're, they're ahead of schedule. Nobody saw this coming from them being five games over. Nobody thinks they can really compete in the East in the second half with what your Rays have done. And that's where we're going to go next. The Rays are going to begin the second half in Kansas City. What a great soft landing spot. It should be for Tampa Bay. They struggled a little bit getting kind of limped in there uh, to get to the all-star break. But Glass now is going to be on the bump today. They're big favorites. I mean, look at that first half, 23 games over. I'm not going to be in the in the business of ever laying 295 uh, price tags on the road as they are today against Alec Marsh and the Royals. Royals with the A's, one of the worst teams we know in Major League Baseball. What is the second half outlook for Tampa? Because I feel like, the knock, Sean, is this is a regular season team, but they're not built for the postseason. I don't know if that's fair to, to put that on It's definitely not fair. I mean, we've uh, won, what, three, LA, three ALEs? Yeah. Division titles, I'm not mistaken. We've been to two World Series, lost both of them, uh, one to the Phillies, one to the Dodgers. So, I mean, we've, we've been, to say we don't get involved in free agency that often, I mean, we're pretty exemplary as an organization. I mean, there are a lot of organizations which they can mimic what the Rays have done and recreate our level of success. Uh, I would say this. This is a game that I might target from a yes, there will be a run scored in the first inning. Mm. and Because uh, you're not going to be able to lay the $3 with no. the Rays. No. Uh, actually, Lou, I want to make that an official play, too. Uh, yes, there will be a run scored in the first inning. Here's why. Okay. Uh, Rosarona, Wanda Franco, mm. and Diaz all hit the ball really well in the All-Star game. So they haven't been off as hitters. They, They're still in their group. Right, right. All-Star game was what? Tuesday? Or Tuesday. Tuesday. So here we are, Friday. Oh, these guys can't wait right. to get so, back out right. there. Right. So they're, they're seeing the ball well. So I, I could, I would not be surprised if, if they get some solid contact, you know, on the Royal starter, who has not been very good this year. Alec Mars, 7 ERA, almost as many walks as strikeouts, a whip almost at 2. So I think this is a great opportunity when you see something like this to maybe find a unique way to try and attack this game and make some money. You know, I'm curious your thoughts on Franco because here's your star, mm-hmm. right? Had some, I guess, disciplinary issues. It looks like he responded well to it, right? Like sometimes it's tough to tell a young player, hey, man, we just need you to, we're going to sit you out here, give you a little talking to. What'd you make of that? Because it seems like to me, all athletes don't receive that the same way. It feels like he received yeah, it pretty well. I think it's the culture in Tampa, which is why we're good. You know, it's all about baseball. It's all about winning. I was trying to look up the actual uh, odds on the Yerfi, but... We'll take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, nothing's up yet, I don't think. More baseball to get to. They are underway with the first men's semifinals. We'll keep an eye on that, as well as the Scottish Open. Come on back. It's Follow the Money here on these. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recap and all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You're going to get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort those picks out by sport, match, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and see which VEASAN expert has the current hot hand. So for VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for just $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Sean King, Dave Ross here. This is Follow the Money on a Friday. We're one game in. We're one game into the first men's semifinal <laughs> at Wimbledon. And I feel like Yannick Sinner already, ugh, like, he had two break points, people. Djokovic serving to, to begin this match. Two break, He gave me two fist pumps, Yannick Sinner, and he couldn't break serve. So now it's one love, Djokovic. And it's like, it's a... These are little battles inside of the bigger war, right. which is the overall match. But like, man, I, I call him the kid, Sinner, the youngster here. You feel like you need something to kind of break your way early because you don't want to get this thing of like, man, even though I had two break chances, I couldn't break. I know as a disgruntled high school tennis player, sometimes you don't get those breaks that you think you should get early. It gets late quickly sometimes. So we'll find out. If the kid can hang tough here. I think emotionally when you play someone like Joker, well, you always got to be yourself. But you also have to know that, I mean, you're going to have to beat him. Like, he's not going to fold. Yeah, I guess <laughs> no, what no, I'm no. so like, some guys I feel like you can intimidate a little bit. You know, you pump your fish, you know, you get the crowd into it. You know, they kind of get a little disheveled, you know. Yeah. Not Joker. Like, you're probably better off conserving the energy and saving it. And it's like, well, the old Joker, I'm talking about the old Joker. This isn't, you know, now you know, goat Joker. Mm-hmm. Early Joker when it was the big three, even the big four with Andy Murray. You're exactly right. You could, like, there would be some hangdog in Joker, and you wonder mentally if he checks out. That guy doesn't seem to exist anymore. So now it's incumbent upon the younger players to see if they can raise their level. Like, the one thing about Nadal, and you're, you're right, we didn't talk, like, when we talk historically – I never saw that from Nadal. I don't think ever. Roger, you could see it a little bit like, oh, man, right? Right. You never saw it from, from Nadal. I don't see that from Joker anymore. And I don't know if that's just like now when you know you're the guy, and I'm sure for you as a quarterback, when you knew you reached the level that they can't touch me. Right. Like, I, I, that's where it feels like Joker lives now. He lives in the, I don't have any self-doubt anymore. And if I used to, in my younger days, that's long gone. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like we're at here. But Sinner trying to uh, hold serve here, 30-15. Uh, again, it's early. One love, Djokovic. Again, he was about a 450 betting favorite to win this match. I know, I think this game is going to play over that total of 36.5. Kind of like to get that first set if you're Sinner and you're back in the Italian for or this match to be longer. at least get it where he holds serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get broken right, right away. Right. And already 30 all here. Right. So it's... It's already getting a little bit tight for center after not getting one of those two break points. Uh, let's get back to the Major League Baseball card here because, again, we really want to get in depth on the second half of the season. We're going to talk about these matchups that we have today, but also bigger picture, picture concerns about some of these teams. Uh, the Nationals aren't going anywhere. We understand that. Trevor Williams on the bump against Miles Michaelis here of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, the interesting news yesterday was the news that the Cardinals essentially – they're waving the white flag, mm-hmm. and they're going to call it a day. Now, we don't know which names that means that when they say, they being the Cardinals, that they're going to be sellers at the deadline. But you mentioned it earlier in the program. They've got assets. 
So if they're going to go full youth movement, which is odd, because, you know, when they went out and got a Nolan Arenado and they went out and got a Paul Goldschmidt, these weren't guys in the organization. These, these were established players at other places that they brought into the Cardinals. Are you now going to flip those guys, those same guys? Because, you know, Montgomery, you go get him from the Yankees. These are not farm system guys. So it's almost been antithetical to the Cardinal way, if you will, and they become more like the Yankees. Uh, traditionally, what the Yankees do, go get your best players. So I wonder if this is a changing of process mm-hmm. for St. Louis, 14 games under 500. Because with Hall of Famers in the lineup, Poro, and you're 14 games under 500, it's not, Aaron Otto's still great. Goldschmidt's still Goldie. It's not their fault, right? Yeah. But if I'm 14 games under with you, yeah, I could probably think about moving on from these gigantic contracts. This is a surprising number tonight. Minus 185 for the Cardinals. I mean, because you talk about they have pieces people want. Miles Mikolas isn't one of those pieces. Like, Doesn't feel like Yeah, it. he can stay there in St. Louis. <laughs> I wouldn't lay a dollar eighty with that kind of pitcher ever. I know they're playing the Nationals, but the Nationals, they're young. Scrappy. They're kind of like where the Reds were last year. You know, they're, they're getting some guys some experience. They're going to be better next year than they are now, so... I wouldn't be surprised if they keep this game close. I definitely wouldn't lay the dollar eighty-five with. Ah, uh, this St. would Louis. be. I'm with you, Sean. This is a dogger pass scenario. Right. And again, the reason why we bring this up is, do you want to lay a dollar seventy with a guy like Michaelis, and on the heels of the news coming out from the organization, yeah, that yesterday that we're going to move guys. Yeah. Well, so then you know what you do? You get in that locker room, start going, who's going to be? Yeah. Who's going? So it feels like if you've got a dead team, how are they going to be juiced up to start the second half of the season? Look. I'm not saying they shouldn't have said it, but to me, once you put it out there in the ether, the players know. Like, I wonder, Sean, if you, you know, before a trade deadline mm-hmm. in the NFL. Now, the NFL deadline is not like right. Major League Baseball deadline, but you just start looking around like, I wonder well, who's going to be here. In the training camp every year. You know, you think you're good, but. Am I, mean, I going to make it? You're not good until you're actually good. <laughs> uh, by the way, Yannick is not doing good as oh, no. he was broken. No! Yes. So it's two of Joker. Yeah. He gets you. Like, see, that's how pivotal. I know people are like, oh, it's the first game. What's the big deal? When you have two break points against Joker to get him early and then you don't. Right. It starts rolling the other way. And I wonder if Novak right now, again, against a guy that he lost the first two sets to a year ago, then rolled them three straight. Now he feels like it's a continuation of that. Trend. I don't know what's going to happen because I've seen like all kinds of things that this year's Wimbledon. But this is kind of why I stayed away today. Because it just feels like it's going to be Djokovic and Alcaraz, and they're going to roll today. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just it put, a, put, like put aside yeah. the center and the Medvedevs. I don't know what's going to happen in that actual match, but it feels like that's the match we're going to get. All right, I'm rooting for the young Italian to at least get this thing to over 36 and a half games. I'm, I'm rooting for it too. But but, but not a good start. Uh, it was not a great start to the first half of the year for the Yankees. Carlos Rodon is going to be on the bump today. And I saw people tweeting – once the news, again, if you didn't hear from Buster Olney, a guy in the know, certainly, that the Yankees would be right now, if there's any team out there, whether it's a rental or a new deal, it would be the Yankees that would be the favorites, at least in the public perception, to get a Shohei Otani. Now, if you did put a Garrett Cole, Shohei Otani, Carlos Rodon at the top of a rotation, mm-hmm. and then if you could count on Stanton and Judge being healthy... All of a sudden, you look at a team that's seven games over in the Yankees, and you begin the season in Colorado? Ooh-wee! I mean, that's... For a team that, for whatever reason, feels like they're getting just beaten up by the local media in New York for being under underachievers, Sean, they got a really good chance, and I'm not laying, again, this massive number on the road today with Rodon on the, on the bump. But, bigger picture, if they get off on the good foot in Colorado... They're probably going to make moves one way or the other. You would think to the positive to add. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate this team as a long-suffering Metropolitan fan, I'm not going to fade them in the futures market because if I know one thing about the evil empire, they're normally going to be in the conversation come September, October. Well, and just remember, they're still at some point are going to get Aaron Judge back. Yep. And it's interesting that Rondon is getting this start because Rondon was their big free agent acquisition last year. And so he's been injured, so they're finally getting him back. Uh, they're going to get Nestor Cortez off of the 
IL, whatever they call it in baseball at some mm-hmm. point. IL now. Then you yeah. have Jermaine that just threw a, 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 a perfect no game. perfect game mm-hmm. a couple games ago. Then Garrett Cole was a starter in the All-Star game. So, I mean, there are a lot of things to look at as if, okay, the Yankees could be a stock that you could be interested in buying. I would think so. I mean, again, if you're in that in the futures market for a team, and remember, they're on the outside looking in right now with the biggest payroll in baseball. Outside of the division, not yeah. the playoffs. They're in the playoffs currently. Well, right, right now. Right. But for, for uh, running down the Rays, right. uh, certainly. But again, they feel like a team. And by my bad, way, my bad. I apologize. Right, are, right they're, now, they're still on the they're outside. One game yeah. out, but of, they're of, right that's there. That's why I they're yes. nipping on the heels. Yes. So again, this is not a team I'm going to fade. Because I just know they're going to make moves. Yes. Uh, and we're going to get to Shohei Otani because he's on the bump uh, against the Astros today. J.P. France is going to be on the bump for Houston. Man, it's like, how many more starts are we going to see Shohei Otani with the Angels? Got to lay hmm. $1.55 at the Big A today if you think Shohei and the Angels can get off. I don't think you can back the, the Angels here. I think it's Astros or under. Hmm. But I'm definitely not backing the Angels with that lineup devoid of Mike Trout. It wasn't explosive with him. Definitely don't want to back him without him. Djokovic is up three, love. Jordan Sherwood next, talking all things UFC. Come on back. Follow the money. Hour number three, right around the corner. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.